to our very first episode of Hire, Fire, Inspire. This is a Lislin production. Um, today is the first episode um, of our podcast. We've been thinking about it for a really, really long time. And what better way to start off by having my team on board. So me to give you a little bit of introduction i'm liz d'souza i'm the founder here at lizlin careers um we're a recruitment agency focusing on trying to get the right talent for all our clients and our clients are from different industries we have digital marketing we have fashion lifestyle fmcg so yeah really really cool brands and uh, we've been operational for over two years now today with me i have conrad david vidhi and komal um part of our recruitment team and we're going to start off this podcast guys um no one knows what um, <laughs> i'm going to be shooting at them so <laughs> this is all going to be very impromptu hopefully the guys have good enough tips to give our listeners today i wanted to talk about our very first topic hiring in general all right we're going to look at it from two aspects obviously when people want to hire people what are the things that they need to look out for and then another side of um, the hiring process which is specifically for candidates who are looking for jobs what are the things that they need to keep in mind are there any tips that you guys have so um how i've structured this is i'm just going to shoot questions to you guys and then you can give us your insights if you'll have any and then we can just discuss it and see how it goes cool. any questions let's start let's start sure. yes sure yeah. so i'm going to start with komal okay komal's been with me for a really really long time and komal's been doing recruitment for what 5 years now yeah 5 yeah? years, five years. Yes. all right and obviously through the stages you know the last 5 years things have changed so much in terms of hiring you know i think we yes. went from actually getting people to fill out application forms handwritten application forms so today where yes. we have a google form asking them questions about you know whatever they've done so my first question i'm going to ask you is how important do you think is the cv itself when a candidate is applying for a job like how does that really impact you as a recruiter what are the things that you're looking for you know when you look at the cv what are the tips that you can give either people who are hiring or people who are applying for jobs in terms of the right cv what does the right cv look like so a cv talks about their personality hmm. i mean it shows your overall experience yeah not just experience but it also talks about education hmm. i mean where where you have studied hmm. and uh, about your hobbies or extracurricular activities yeah. so, so you feel like all of that is important to put yes. down in the resume yes. itself like because it is you coming across on paper so yeah. okay cool with you are there any things that you um would like to add to that i think the first thing for me is formatting yeah um if it's not a well structured or formatted resume it's a straight up no for me mm. i am a little picky like that yeah um but i also feel that a resume is a f- the first impression of you right like yeah. when you're sending an email or when you're applying for a job it's the first thing of you that the the employer is going to look at so might as well make it as presentable as possible yeah david what about you what do you think so i think um sometimes making the resume uh, especially if it has a lot of details like for example if you are a graphic designer mm. and if you have links now for a graphic designer i think you focus on making it more uh, attractive yeah but sending a jpeg ima- uh, a jpeg resume can be very t- difficult because the person or the recruiter 
will have trouble clicking on a link mm. which actually showcases your work so just making your resume and the links or the material in it more accessible yeah functional uh, functional yes yeah. so then that increases the chance at least from um, from a hiring perspective that's what i would look for in a resume but for a candidate these are few points which mm. they can look into conrad anything that you really are fixated upon when it comes to cvs uh, like it's I'll a hard be, yes or no i'll be honest uh, i think i'll agree to with you what we said in the first part you know the formatting hmm. uh reason being uh, you know now in my masters no uh this is really interesting we were not even allowed to sit for an interview when it came for an internship hmm. and we were not told why by placecom committee okay and it was just because the bullet points were not aligned hmm Mm. And we were really pissed. Like, you know, come on, that's a small reason. Like, why yeah. should? Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have time to correct a small reason, uh, why, 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 why would a company get you on board? Yeah, I, I think candidates can get quite offended exactly. if they don't move to the yeah. next stage because of small things exactly. like formatting or and they should the colors. They should <laughs> yeah, <take laughs> they should take that as yeah. uh, proper negative feedback and go and do <coughs> something about it. I would say negative feedback because I think that would still be a constructive, constructive feedback. Even though it would be a short for a uh, word, you know, your your CV is not properly formatted. Yeah, it definitely means that you uh, you have not paid attention to the detail yeah. that's required. Mm-hmm. Firstly, you have, you have no you can't present yourself in front of someone. Mm. Definitely, your skill sets. Of course, we we can get that into that later. Yeah, you can't be presentable for the job. Uh, Then I, I need missing to be, out. I, yeah, I need to. I need you to face clients. I need you to do a lot more things. I need to face bigger people. Yeah, and if you can't do that, if you, if you can't yeah. be presentable, then. Okay, you can work somewhere else. Probably not tomorrow. <laughs> Fair enough. So, um, for me, um, personally, I get a lot of calls from candidates, and I've been doing HR for the last ten, more than ten years. I'm not going to give away my age, which I, whatever. <laughs> I've been doing it for over ten years, and through my career, a lot of people post, you know, my conversation with them. Always ask me, um, do you have any comments, or would you like to give me some feedback about my resume itself? my cv or the way it's formatted and for me i always go back to them and say hey look this is you on paper so it doesn't mean you know one size doesn't fit all don't look at things being templatized or having it in a certain way just because you saw somebody else's resume structured in a way this is you on paper so make it about you you know use the formatting that you like use the colors that you like like david said if it's a graphic designers resume i'd like to see the creativity i'd like to see the design while if it's like maybe an accounting resume then you want to see all the technical skills that they have the softwares they can use if it's a copywriter then i'd yeah. like to see something quirky right in that exactly. resume so i don't feel like one size fits all but keeping in mind yes basic things like the way it's formatted uh, have you put down the dates properly have you been able to explain the jobs I think Komal said something very interesting. I think nowadays people are like, why should you know people put their hobbies? But I think it's important to talk about what you do for fun because it's actually giving someone an insight into who you are, you know, as well as what you can do yeah. when you are at the job. So I'd love to know if people are, you know, have a like into music, like David here. Uh, has his own band or Conrad into photography, right? And then it's always good to be able to use them. We never thought that would be better. All right, cool. So, um, you know, the next question I think when it comes to hiring, we've got this resume, and then it's your conversation oh, with right. this person, right? We don't like sometimes you can tell by the resume if this person is a right fit or not. But as somebody who loves talking to people. 
uh, I think it's always important to have that quick conversation with them to sort of understand what they do and you know sometimes it may not go forward sometimes you may take it forward but I think that initial conversation is always good to get an insight so Vidhi my question to you would be is when you have that initial conversation right how long do you think that conversation should be because I feel like a lot of recruiters may struggle with having control over that initial conversation because candidates obviously want to spill their heart out to you because a lot of them are desperate to get this job right so how long do you think that conversation should be for? Honestly, if I'm going to sit and call every person that applies mm. to me, I wouldn't want to take more than maybe two to three minutes mm. max, like on the extreme high end. Mm. Um, I also feel that when, as an HR person, when you're calling a candidate that's applied to you, the first few sentences that they tell you about their experience needs to be aligned with what you're looking for. Mm. If it's not, then maybe you don't have something for them right <coughs> now and it's important to cut it short there yeah. instead of wasting everybody's time. Yeah. So I think not more than two or three minutes. And so what are you looking for in those two minutes? Like what are you focusing on? You know, maybe candidates um, who are listening to this, people who are job seekers can sort of keep that in mind while um, they get a call from the recruiter, maybe be prepped for that conversation and highlight the most important things. So what are the things that you look for? The first thing would definitely be communication skills. Mm. And by that I don't mean how good your English or Hindi or whatever mm. language is. Mm. By that, I mean how well can you put across the point or how well can you explain yourself in terms of what have you been doing so far, either with the role or just your yeah. life in general, if yeah. that's what you want to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, communication skills is yeah. the first thing that I would look at. David, what about you? When you make that initial call, what is that, you know, the things that you are looking out for? What are the just highlighters that... So uh, from yeah, so what I look out for is basically again a quick conversation like Vidhi said and um, from a recruiter point of view instead of asking an open-ended question mm. you may as well ask something very specific to what our requirement mm. is or what your requirement is so if you want to know about their recent experience maybe start there but if you just say tell me about yourself probably you're giving a cue to the candidate to start all over and that can also lead to a longer conversation correct and so, some of this information you already have by looking at, at their the resume, resume right exactly. so you want to be more specific and i think a yes. lot of that is not going to be relevant for a while yeah like you know if you just tell a candidate tell me something about yourself they might just tell you something they've done five years ago but that's maybe something that you're not looking for right now mm. as a part of the initial conversation so I think from both ends, being a little more specific is important. Yeah, good point. Because that initial conversation doesn't, it's not the interview, right? It's yeah. just to sort of suss out the candidate. It's your first filter that you have when you get a resume. So just ask specific questions about like what you want to know from the candidate. I think that's a really good point instead of open-ended questions. Conrad, anything from you on this? How long do you okay. think is the <laughs> conversation should last? Uh, I think ideally not more than five minutes if you have screened it properly. Komal, anything from you on this? Like the first call? Um, I do agree to David and Vidhi both. Uh, communication is very important because mm. we understand whether they are the right candidate and then we move the, you know, we yeah. take it forward. And to what David, David said, I do agree to that it should be specific. So yeah. you don't have to like get into depth because there's no point in having that conversation like long Because you're going to do that again at the later stage. We do it. You, know, yeah. you have a requirement, you make sure that they are, like mm. we ask those best specific questions and then the call is done. So. Moving on to David. Now David, you <coughs> have had 
different roles before you started recruitment you started customer service and you were saying sorry banking and sales yeah okay so you've had your fair share of talking to people and we all know that you love doing that and your conversations with people are super long and very in depth but i feel like that helps you as a recruiter to True. be super confident about whoever you are sending to your can your clients eventually because now you know them inside out before they even start the job right you feel confident about that um how many rounds of interviews do you think clients or somebody who's you know hiring for any particular role should have like do you think you know every company should have different every role should have? what are, what is your take on it when it comes to the rounds of interviews that people should have Oh, that's a good question. So, when it comes to rounds, because this can be very uh, tricky for different positions, mm. I feel for any role, maybe a max of two rounds should be enough if you want to throw in an assignment over there. Yeah. This is I'm counting. Maybe the first round will be from the hiring manager, the HR from the company mm. Mm. for a cultural fit. The second round, if it could, can be an assignment to gauge their skills. Yeah. Okay. And the third round should be the decision maker over there. So that would be your. team lead or your in if it's a smaller company then probably the founder himself or herself that way okay yeah keep it so short maybe yeah three rounds should be sufficient okay conrad you what do you think i'd like to david on that uh, i think yeah first round a, a conversation yeah something like to engage on you know where the candidate is coming from second round probably technical round it can be an assignment it can be with a if it's a technical role then with a engineer mm. who was mm. who was you know in senior position And yeah, third round with a more senior person, a more senior manager in a company, probably. Okay. Uh, then, then so three rounds three is rounds what you think standard. is sufficient. Yeah. Komal, you? Yeah, I think three rounds are enough to mm. understand whether they are the right match for the mm. you know profile or not. Okay, Bedi. I think. Two could be enough as well, depending on the role. This is the recruiter and Vidhi talking about. It's like, please give me an offer now. Like, just get yeah. it done with. Why do you need to talk? But again, depends, so right? If the yeah. role doesn't really need an assignment, then what's? I mean, don't put in an assignment just for the sake of doing an assignment, right? Like, there are certain things oh, yeah. that you can maybe let go of the assignment. Yeah. Like, maybe you know, a sales role, you don't really need one. I, I don't know. So yeah, I mean three. what? I, I mean, depends, right? I yeah. think if they're record keeping, then you want to yeah. make sure that they have the Excel skills because the yeah, last yeah. thing you want is somebody who's really good with talking, but then when it comes to recording or yeah. putting down things, and this could just be uh, subject to one company, right? Not yeah. all. Yeah. Like people have admin teams and reporting teams and stuff, so yeah, makes sense. People do. We do. <laughs> yeah, we do. So my take on this um, is again, you know, from all the years of experience that I've had. I think as a hiring manager as a manager as an in-house HR I feel like you need to go in with a blank slate right when you're interviewing this person of course you have information about them on their resume you've had that initial quick call but this is another way for you to see if this person is the right person for this job so when you first of all i feel like when you go into that interview process you need to like act, like you don't know anything about this person you're going to explore this right i feel like you should you should have structure before you even start the hiring process for example i think if you're hiring for a graphic designer as a company or as a recruiter you should already have structure in place that this is going to be a two round thing or this is going to be a three round thing don't just go with the flow like oh i've had a call with him or oh, now i feel like meeting him or oh, actually i want him to do an assignment you know have some structure in place that just helps the interview process i think um 
just you know it's just smoother it's better everybody knows what they're in for it's structured i always feel like structure gives you um the answers that you need or come you can make the decision in that time limit you're not just you know winging it Got so it. i feel like it's very i think personally that if you're hiring for a sales role then as a company just make up your mind like hey i'm going to just do two rounds of interviews one is the culture fit and one is this i'm hiring for a graphic designer i want to do five rounds of interviews and you know structure that right in the beginning before you even get into the interview process so that's my take on things uh, Cool. So now that we've reached the interview process, um, you know, at Lisbon Careers, we focus a lot on marketing and operations roles, and we have some really cool clients um, in the whole digital space. They're like they're very, very well known for what they do. Um, so my question to to you, Conrad, is you know you're you're quite new to this. I mean, do you have a structure when you interview people? Do you have a set of questions that you ask them? Are they structured bases on different? Um, just answers that you want or things that you're looking for during an interview okay uh, yeah i've been trying to follow structure to be honest mm. uh, but it's better you know if if i like you said earlier better to go to a blank slate as a blank slate and just get the information as much as in as possible and then probably absorb to, yeah and then try to fit the information where it is required uh but even with that being said i do look for i, I do have my checklists mm. you know where, where the information that i need does the candidate have that whether he's had enough number of experience whether it's good for the location whether it's good for the budget uh those i do i do have that in place you want to those hygiene checks yeah, right in the beginning correct, correct. Yeah. yeah so that that structure is definitely good to follow komal you yeah so for me um hygiene check is very important uh you know those things we we understand whether they are you know a right match for our client mm. and uh, those checklists should be there and if they are not uh, you know uh, they don't fit that then i don't move yeah. ahead with the conversation maybe do you have a structure that you use while asking questions if i may be honest i think it needs to be a flow in a conversation and you can't just stick to certain questions because then you might not get certain information that you mm. would want eventually So I get your point, but I feel like it depends on what round of interview this person yeah. has reached, right? Yeah, yeah. but if yeah. it's the first call, then yeah, I think there are certain checklists that you yeah can follow. Here's my take on it. I feel like you know if you've sent them a job application form or you've seen their resume and you had that initial call with them, then your hygiene checks should have like you have an idea of them. So you know just verifying information like hey your notice period is one month. Hey this was your last salary or expected salaries. I don't necessarily think you need to like ask those questions again so much as verifying. You know it's just a quicker process because. you already have that information i feel like for me when i'm doing an interview i structure it in a way like conrad said for me it's important to know exactly what they did um whether they can and putting in all you know what we've said so far together can they explain it to you do they have the right communication skills are they confident about the kind of work that they've done and then maybe looking for those loopholes um that help me decide whether this person is you know right or wrong so vidhi what are your tips for like candidates who are applying for jobs and people that are hiring i think the ones that are applying be specific of mm. what you're also looking for so have that self awareness mm. um if you're looking for a marketing role then please know what you want to do in marketing because it's yeah. a very broad umbrella mm. and for somebody that's hiring 
Um, half structure. You have to keep it short. You have to keep yes. it short. <laughs> David? So yeah, uh, for the high, for people who are looking for jobs and for people who are looking for people who are looking for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. People are people who are looking for jobs. People, people who are people. No, people who are looking for no, people who are looking for jobs. Wow. I memorized that. So, um, I think in, in both cases, uh, a common point for both is the specifics only. I think mm. Vivi and Komal also covered that. So, if you're putting out an ad, let be specifics. Let those checks be there so that the job seeker also will know that that's the right role. And for the job seeker, I would say just... Um, Keeping the CV, I always and um, reiterate that part. Keeping your resume and your application very concise with all the information, yeah. so that the hiring manager can make that decision whether to even call you or not. Conrad, you? Yeah, I think that's already covered. Yeah. You know, be be specific on a resume. Don't make it too long. It gets boring. Uh, I need to scroll a lot when I need to go down for <laughs> a phone number. To be honest. Yeah. Have your details uh, right on the top, so it's yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's most of it, I think. No way of applying, go through the JD. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so quickly, um, for me, um, for the client side, I think uh, you need to take, take a step back and sort of understand why you're hiring for this role in the first place. Like, I have a lot of my clients that will come and say, I need a digital marketing person. But, you know, hey, do you need a digital marketing person? Can you do with an agency? You, does this need to be a full-time role? I also feel like a lot of clients don't explore the fact that you can have a temp, you can have a part-timer, you can have a consultant. It doesn't always have to be a full-time person. Just because the person is full-time doesn't mean that they're going to add more value than somebody who's part-time or a consultant, right? I feel like you really need to assess the role and why you're hiring for this. What is the time what are the tasks that this person is going to perform? How much time do you need this person to do this for? I think like you need to take a step back as a hiring manager or manager and figure that one out first. Um, obviously, all points are relevant that you guys brought up, but this is something that I think I'd like to add. On the candidate side, I think for something that is really, really important to me is uh, when you are applying for a job, you need to assess whether this role is right for you as well because the last thing you want to do is leave your current role, move into a next your next job and be like, this is not what I expected. So I feel like all points put together for me, I think people who are applying for jobs need to really understand if this is the role for them. So the interview process for me is both parties, right? Both parties need to get what they want from this to make a decision whether this is the right match. You know, it's like a marriage that's how I see it at least. Anyways, guys, so thank you so much for all your inputs, all your tips, you know, everything. And I hope all our listeners, whether you're a hiring manager on the client side and in-house HR or a candidate who's applying for jobs, I hope that these tips and, you know, the insights that we have could help. We're going to be doing this um, often. Um, so please stay in touch. Please keep in touch. You can always send us an email if you want to get in touch with us for anything. We'll put down all the details um, on this podcast but hey yeah so this then careers signing out thank you thank you everyone thank you guys all right bye